0: What would we do, baby, without us? Shalala.
1: Hello, and welcome to another very special episode of Alex P. Keaton is My Friend. I'm your friend, Phil Vecchio, and on this episode, we'll be discussing season three, episode four of Family Ties. This episode is titled Love Thy Neighbor, and it originally aired on October 11th, 1984. And with me to discuss this episode, as always, is my very special co-host, Keith. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Good, how are you? Good. We're awesome. back after a Thanksgiving hiatus. Yeah, we had a couple of weeks of break. I
2: got sick. Ugh. I got not, a nasty head not cold. Not too sick. Okay. No, no, good. it was just a head cold. In fact, I still have like the after effects, but I think part of it is because um, our winds have been terrible here yeah. where we live, and it is... Really kicked up all the ash and everything from the fires and
1: ugh. oh absolutely every day I go out and I have to like hose off like the little I just a little bit of our driveway and the top of our cars because there's a thick layer of oh, yeah. ash on oh, everything
2: yeah. yeah so our pool just got destroyed oh like, I bet it, it's black the whole bottom ugh. is black it's covered in dirt. And that's going to mess up
1: your filters, right? Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah, so my pool guy loves me right now because he's coming to (laughs) clean it twice a week. Oh, my gosh. But he's like, oh, yeah, you know, we'll get it fixed. We'll get it fixed. And I'm like, okay. So, you know, I brush it every day and I change, you know, everything and clean it all out and try to keep it going. But, man, has it been bad lately.
1: Well, you know, that's the advantage of having a tiny pool like we have yes uh, that's only about two and a half feet long so <laughs> just turn it upside uh, down and hose it off <laughs> yeah and how how did that work for you having that it, video of that tiny pool it worked out okay yeah yeah in fact our uh, afv we got a notification that we've got a package coming from the afv people tomorrow oh I really i think we're getting our t-shirts nice because so, in addition to the prize we get t-shirts yeah oh
2: well that's super cool yeah <laughs> Do you know yet if you've been promoted to the
1: $100,000 show? We don't know yet. We have not been told uh, anything yet, which could mean that we just didn't, and that's okay. okay. Uh, it could mean, because they said it would be sometime they would let us know at the end of November or sometime early December, and it's still in that window. Yeah. Uh, they also said things of, because of you know increasing restrictions and lockdowns and whatever that everything is kind of pushed back a little bit, so... Mm -hmm. Um, so who knows? It could be, I mean, we're stoked if that's all we ever get, but it's possible. Nice. But, uh, yeah, we don't know. We, I mean, they will still show our video again on the hundred thousand episode, even if, you know, we don't go that far. Okay. Um, So at least we get to have our video shown. And then the cool thing about AFV too, is that, you know, they show videos from years gone by all the time, you know, flashback stuff. And so. So well, in ten uh, years
2: they could be showing your video again and to a whole new audience.
1: Absolutely. So we're we're part of the cultural zeitgeist now,
2: I believe. <laughs> so pretty sure that's how it works, you know. Yeah, I think I think you're right on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's incredible. So when you found out that you were gonna be on the show, and then you found
1: out obviously that you won,
2: well, what did that feel like?
1: Uh it was crazy. Like, um, I just in case people don't know, my family did a video for AFV. We submitted it. We were on our ch- video was chosen, and we wound up uh, winning the ten thousand dollar prize. If you want to watch it, at season six of this season or episode six of this season, rather. Uh, you can check it out. And then we didn't find out that we won until we were in the act of shooting it on the day. Oh, really? Uh, so we heard it from Alfonso. Him, like we did not know. We knew we were top three, but that was it. Oh wow! So yeah, damn, pretty cool. It was pretty rad. So, do they send you a giant check? Uh, I don't know because we don't actually, we haven't gotten the prize yet, and i I think it's supposed to be sometime before the end of the year, but we're not hundred percent sure. Again, their timeline, you know, because of everything is off a bit. But, oh, yeah. Um, so I don't know. It might just be a regular size check. Um, if it's giant, don't worry. I'll pose a picture with it.
2: But. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm hoping now that it's a giant size check, yes. and that's why they alerted you that you have
1: a package coming that tomorrow. That could be it. If there's a big, huge rectangle on our porch <laughs> tomorrow, we'll know. So. You're going to know. <laughs>
2: and then I want you to post a video of you taking that to the closed banks and then trying to get <laughs> yeah. it through the ATM machine.
1: Well, we'll just do it with our thing where you scan it on the phone. Except I'll have to get up on a ladder to do it. You know, (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna have to be on your roof. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so cool.
0: (laughs) So yeah, that's
1: that's been pretty awesome. That all happened, I guess, since we last recorded. Yeah, um, that that actually came out. So so it played the Sunday before Thanksgiving. Correct. Midnight. Yes, here midnight.
2: Yeah, 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 our time midnight. Um, And I think we had recorded the week before that, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. We did. I lost our timeline.
1: We also recorded the uh, reunion show. I recorded a thing with Janelle because uh, schedule-wise it didn't work to do kind of an uh, an emergency episode there um, when they did the reunion thing with Family Ties. Mm -hmm. So Janelle and I did that one, and then... Uh, I posted the other episode that you and I had done after it. So it was out of sequence, actually. So you and I have not gotten to discuss the reunion at all. Oh, my gosh. Um, And and I have some
2: notes, but I love that show. It was great, right? It was so good. And they said our show's name. Yeah. You were so smart to, like, jump on there and then donate 25 bucks. And oh. so, oh, man, brilliant. I never would have thought of that. I'm watching the show, and I'm like, oh, that's cool that they're reading the people who donated. Never would it have come to my mind, like, hey, I should donate. So they say our, <laughs> our name.
1: <laughs> well, this all went down. Like, Janelle and I were in the live chat thing. And as they were doing that, we were talking. We're like, oh, my gosh. Like, we could possibly get them to say the name of the show right yeah and she's like yeah but then there was like this whole process of like logging in making an account doing the donation oh. and then you have to write the little message and we're like racing against time trying to like get it in there and um we did it and it wound up that ours was the very last one they read oh talk about how perfect that was oh my gosh yeah so we could be talking to new listeners right now that's right. And if you are a new listener and you came in from that, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Yes. I'm awesome. I'm Keith. Yeah, that's us. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. So yeah, it was pretty great. I loved uh, getting to hear all their stories and stuff. And if you guys haven't watched it, it's really cool. It's on YouTube. Uh, it's the Family Ties Reunion. It should be easy to find on there. And, and don't uh, worry,
2: because it does start off with uh, Michael J. Fox having some uh, audio difficulty where you can't really yeah. hear anything. And then they get that. Fixed up.
1: They fixed it, yep. Yeah. That was, uh, at first, yeah, that was really stressful live, because we're like, oh no, we're never going to be able to hear what he's saying. Yes. And this is why I'm doing a concert this weekend, the Blue Christmas concert, and I'm you know, nervous about getting that all together because he, these guys who are working with Hollywood types and they had issues, like... Oh, yeah. What's going to happen? But that's part of the fun of a live thing on the internet, right? Always. It, I think know. that's
2: just... I mean, even a live event, you've done enough of those to know that... Yeah. There's always a problem. Something always happens. And so it's you scramble around and, you know, keep it going.
1: Yeah. Nice. We did a test run for the Blue Christmas concert. Just I had a, one of the artists, Eric Kennedy, did a little test thing and did a live stream with it and i was still figuring out how to use the program to like get everything going and Mm -hmm. so i muted the microphone while like a little slide was playing and i said okay the mic's muted so no one in the live stream can hear me now except that i muted the live or the video and kept my mic on so everyone in the live stream heard me say how they couldn't hear me fortunately i didn't announce it and it was just like the people who were helping me to test it my brother and Janelle and stuff like that. So, <laughs> um, but there's a lot of things that can go wrong, even still.
2: Oh yeah. Well, it's so. a good thing you didn't throw like a uh, Christian Bale sized rant <laughs> yes. about you know some poor grip or something.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I kept it cool. But we all know still. that you're prone to those. Absolutely. Yeah. I, said that. No. That's sarcasm, by problem. the way. <laughs> no, my I think my. My style is more uh, passive-aggressive or just whining, you know, if I'm really going <laughs> to <gonna> go crazy. <laughs> nice.
2: <laughs> Sha-la-la-la! Well, should we just take a quick minute just to talk about the reunion?
1: Yeah, Any what, what was your thoughts
2: on it? Favorite parts or anything like that? So, I was surprised, not surprised, I guess, but I just, I love the fact that Elise and Michael J. Fox really had, like, a sweet relationship. Yeah. Meredith, Bernie. Sorry. Um, And, like, she would pick him up for
1: work every day. Oh, I know. It was amazing. And he totally took advantage of it and, like, made her be late. Yes. Because he would literally get out of bed the second she was there. Yeah. And she said she could hear him, like, turning the shower on as she pulled up in front. Yeah. She's like, really? Like, now. So Sorry. just a quick, a, a quick thing that I uh, learned and just kind of getting ready for doing that and stuff. I don't know how many times I said it, but she actually is Meredith Baxter now. Um, it was Meredith Baxter Bernie, and that was her married name, and she got divorced while she was on Family Ties, or shortly thereafter, I believe. Mm-hmm. And so she goes by Meredith Baxter now. So oh, gotcha. And I said um, Meredith. That's Burney. her. Well. I said no, no. I was doing the same thing. So I thought that's what it was. I didn't realize that, and apparently and and again I kind of did a little research and stuff there's definitely was some uh it was a painful breakup and she definitely distanced herself from that relationship so she does not go by that anymore you know gotcha so, anyway I learned that I didn't yeah. know and I apologize if uh I probably have said that a number number of times as well so
2: oh I know I have I mean we I've called her Meredith Baxter Bernie a thousand times yeah. since
1: I joined the show that's what it says on the screen when we're watching it so yeah you know, that's, that's and, a, you know, think, times change, so... Yeah, it, it's been a couple years <laughs> <laughs> since they yes. put those out, so... Um, um, yeah, no, I, I thought it was so much fun, and I loved seeing... I know that we haven't gotten to uh Nick, uh, who's Mallory's boyfriend, but he is right. one of my favorite parts of the show when he does come in, so it was really cool having Scott Valentine there. And then Brian Bonsall... Uh, who plays the youngest Keaton? Mm-hmm. Which I guess we shouldn't spoil it since we haven't gotten there. But no, we're just um, we've got to be getting close though when the yeah. baby gets born. So it was cool having him, and he's the one that actually read our uh, our name out. So yep, that's pretty. That sweet. was so cool. And then Mark Price, who has been on the show. Uh, was barely in the thing because he was, like, camping in Death Valley, I think they said. Yeah, and so he was in the general store trying to
2: record it because that's where he had some Wi-Fi, and but it was <laughs> yeah. really, really
1: bad Wi-Fi. We briefly saw him. I was hoping he would be in the chat or in the in the stream when they read our name off because he was actually on our show, so he could have yeah, you know, he he told them, verified. Oh, I did that show. It's great. You guys should all be on it, too, other yeah. Cast members, right? <laughs> the hosts are super cool. Yeah, they're great.
2: <laughs> well, so. I thought um, they all looked so great. They all have aged so well. And I mean, yeah. Michael J. Fox has had Parkinson's for well, decades now.
1: And he still looks incredible. He does. He really does. And I was worried at first that the audio he had was just how he was talking. Right. I was like, oh, no. But it, he, it wasn't. Um, no you know at all it was it was definitely a microphone issue so
2: but he is still a fast talker and so you really have to pay attention because he goes quick
1: yeah yeah so and obviously they're all zooming in
2: and so the audio is still a little bit off no matter what so right
1: but But. all in all like it was it was really well done they told some fun stories played some good clips I wasn't ready for it to be over when it was the ending was a bummer because they did have technical issues where the host dropped out Right. Um, but and So the cast just kind
2: of figured it out as they went to finish went on. off. And,
1: and then they just well, cut him off. But then they let him talk again a little bit. So, you know.
2: So I had two stuff.
1: giant takeaways that I thought
2: from that. Okay. Point. And number one, um, the fact that Tina Yothers is friends with Mike Tyson and would just bring other people from other shows <laughs> over to hang out and everything. Right. And to me, that was like how – like my childhood could never compare to that because that's like the coolest thing. And it just blew my mind. And she's like, yeah, I got Mike Tyson to come over. And so we hung out for an afternoon or whatever. And she's like, we actually became
1: friends. I was like, what? <laughs> that's like Mad Libs. Yeah, that's fantastic. And it sounds like, because, you know, a lot of times kid actors have like, you know, a rough. Yes. Childhood, and it sounds like she actually had a pretty positive experience on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, which is great because I hate to think of it being otherwise. You know,
2: <laughs> well, she—I feel like she really did highlight a lot of the, the the good parts. I mean, she talked a little bit about how they constantly talked to her about her weight and stuff as she was growing up and being an yeah. adolescent, and that's a bummer. I mean, that yeah. I feel like that's Hollywood. Maybe not as much now, but just like recently, but. I don't know. I feel like that's always been part of Hollywood.
1: It is, and I think it's never going to completely go away. It's probably no. better in some ways, but uh, yeah, that's part of it because they want to make money, and that's the bottom line, you know. And that's yeah how they feel like it's going to happen. So,
2: and then my second really awesome takeaway was that cast really seemed to care for each other, and the fact that they just all wanted to go have a good time, be kind of a family on set and offset, and then just get the job done and be happy and be kind that to me spoke volumes of you know how awesome the show is
1: well and i think it really comes across when you watch the family on tv it's it's believable that they're a family you know Mm -hmm. because they genuinely like each other yeah oh some of the clips that they played i was like oh i can't
2: wait to watch that like (laughs) on the real show as we get you know but some of them are a few couple of seasons from now i think yeah a yeah. lot of the nick and then um oh gosh what was the other clip that i thought was really funny who was in that one? Oh, when uh skippy goes into the military
1: oh yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> i mean i think uh he's kind of the same age as mallory right or maybe one year older than her yeah yeah so i feel like we got another season or so for that one
1: yeah uh, but there is a lot of good uh skippy to go and a lot of good nick
2: yeah we haven't even
1: met nick yet oh he's so great
2: oh uh, yeah just a lot of good things. That was a super fun show, and unfortunately, yeah. I couldn't watch it live. But um, I'm glad that you did, and I'm glad that you were quick on the fingers, you and Janelle, oh. to get that donation in and get our name out there even more.
1: It was it was fun. I wish we had put a camera on ourselves, like because as soon as something, you know, the form would reset, and Janelle would have to like type our information in again. We're like, no, uh, like we gotta get it in there. It was a it was a tense thing, but also very enjoyable. So <laughs> well, I remember you had texted and you said, "Oh my gosh, I'm
2: shaking," and I'm like, "Why?" And you're like, "Well, have you seen it?" And I said, "No, I haven't started it yet." And then you were like, "Oh, you'll know," and I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> so I'm watching and I'm like,
1: "Okay, so it's super cool, but I don't think Phil would be shaking about this." And yeah, that was it. Well, and the shaky part was one part you'd be excited they did it, and the other part of, "Oh my gosh, I hope this worked." I yeah. mean, you know, obviously, I donated to a good cause and all yes. that, and that's great. But I also may have wanted that, you know, to be read on there, and it did. So it worked a little out a bit of an ulterior motive. So yeah, that's good. But and now we get a lot of great emails uh, in our email address uh, from them. So <laughs> <it's>, our <laughs> box isn't empty. Oh, nice! All
2: right. <laughs> <laughs> They're looking for another donation, or telling you about upcoming shows, or
1: yes, all of the above. So gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> But we did get an email what? that I'm gonna read. It's not. Don't get too excited, but a little excited. I'm gonna read it to you. Okay.
0: Sha-la-la-la.
1: So we actually got this. Um, let's see. I gotta go back a little bit. November 21st is when this came in here. Okay. It's from Carlos, <laughs> um, and I'm not gonna say the website he is writing from. Because I don't know, like, I don't know if it's spam. I don't know if it's at all legitimate or not. There's things that look real about it, but I, just to be safe. Okay. But here's, here's what it says it's Carlos, and it says, the title of the uh, email says, Alex P. Keaton is my friend, is ranking very well in South Africa. What? And it says, hello, how's it going? Hope all is well. I have some cool information that might interest you. Your podcast, Alex P. is my friend, has good performance in some rankings over the last 30 days. And it says, according to their website, uh, we're 103rd in the category of TV and film in South Africa. Out of 104, I bet, right? Yeah, it doesn't say out of how many. And then it says (laughs) the data is provided by, and it gives the website, and it says, happy podcasting, Carlos, from the website. And it doesn't ask me to do anything else. It has a little information about the site at the bottom. I don't know if it's real or not, but I'm going to pretend that we're famous in South Africa now. Dude, we're crushing it. If we ever decide to go to South Africa, we We, could be celebrities. That's where we're going to tour. So if you're listening... From South Africa, welcome. Please write to us at friend at gmail.com, or you can send us a message at our Facebook page, uh, because we want to know, like, do you watch Family Ties in South Africa? What is that like? We have so many questions. So if you're from South Africa, write in. Oh, I love that. That sounds awesome. That would be amazing. This could just be a straight-up spam. I don't know, but it kind of
2: looks legitimate. It could be a Christmas miracle, too. It could be. Or it could have so. been in a Thanksgiving miracle, because it was November 21st.
1: Or, that's true. Or, like <laughs> you said, there's only 104 podcasts in South <laughs> Africa, and we're at the bottom, so.
2: <laughs> but
1: you got to start somewhere. That's right. We beat one if there's 104, so. Yes! I don't know who, <laughs> what, <laughs> what podcast we beat out, but. Oh, man, what, oh, somebody used, it's the MASH podcast. That yeah. was kind of a bummer. Well, it's a little bit older, too. You know, like we beat him by, I don't know, five years or something like that. So. Yeah.
2: Oh, man. Based on that hit movie that they did in the early 70s, I think. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Their podcast isn't even about to show. No. It's just the Robert Altman film.
2: <laughs> oh, man. Which, by the way, I started watching uh, the Pi Pi movie with Robin Williams the other day. And that's oh, Robert yeah. Altman, too, isn't it?
1: It is, yes. Yeah.
2: The beginning of that movie is painful. Well, because of the way the dialogue is, is that? Yes, and it didn't sync up right, and I don't know if it was just cuz it's on Hulu. So no, I that's, started the, watching whole it. that's oh. the whole movie. That's the whole movie. It's not the beginning of the movie, it's the movie. Well, I made it about 25 minutes in and then I had to do something else, so I stopped, but I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is terrible.
1: It's bizarre. I I watched it as a kid. And I liked it, but I didn't understand it. I just thought it was Popeye and it's a movie. But yeah. It's a bizarre movie. It's a Robert Altman film and he's famous for having people talk over each other and the dialogue all overlaps and everything and and it's just weird. It's super weird. And I think that's why it didn't do well. people are like, oh, it's a Popeye movie and then but it's really sort of a like kind of weird artsy film instead yeah. of a popcorn movie and that's not what they expected. So Well, I remember well.
2: watching it as I was younger and liking it, but now I was just like, oh,
1: man. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Oh, but, all right. Well, now I know that it's not just uh, Hulu or me. No, no. That's that's how it is. You you, you oh. did not uh, make a mistake there. <laughs> okay. Perfect.
2: Perfect. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but I'll tell you, going to that Popeye's Village in Malta was a highlight of my entire trip to Europe. So, oh, that's uh, got to be so cool. It is one of the craziest, coolest places I've ever gone to. So, so like in the beginning of the movie,
2: you're seeing all those buildings and the water, and yeah, the, and so it's
1: all there. We, you still, know, you didn't go all the way to the end, but there's a part where they go in a sea cave and there's a an octopus. You battle the octopus. Oh yeah, and we a did, giant took a boat one. ride. We took it's the boat ride all the speech. way out to there. Yeah, huh? The whole thing was shot right there. We every single thing you see there is still intact, and we saw it all. Got to go in every building. Wow!
2: So where olive oil lives, where he
1: uh, rents the room? Yep, we got to go in all of those. Incredible! Because they shot—I mean, they built it as a village. So you know, a lot of times you'll get exteriors where they show the buildings, and then the rest is all on a set. But the sets were built into these buildings, so it's all real. Incredible! Yeah.
2: Are they like three-sided buildings or two-sided buildings or anything so that way they could get the cameras in and out? Or?
1: There's some of that, but a lot of them are, are just buildings. But there's places where it's set up so that a camera could go through, and it shows how that would work, you know. Oh, okay. Um, but So there's some of it. And, you know, they've also turned some of the rooms into more of a museum type of setting. So they've done some additional construction to make it more permanent, you know. But it's uh, it's basically intact from when they did it. It's crazy. <laughs>
2: Was it really popular when you were there? Were there a lot of people on that tour?
1: I mean, kind of. There, the the thing is, it's far enough away from a cruise ship because we, you know, hit the island on a cruise ship. We were there for a day. There were no uh, excursions from the cruise ship to go. We had to like get ourselves there. We took a series of buses and taxis to get there. Um, so you have to want to go there. Okay. And. I would say that it was relatively popular, but the majority of people that were there uh, were there for the beach and the pool. So local people, because Uh, that whole beach area is like just a cool swimming beach where you get to swim in the Mediterranean. They have all these like inflatable floaties and uh, like diving docks and stuff like that. And then they also have a big swimming pool that has uh, like a water slide and stuff like that. And entrance to the park includes all of that. So I would say, 80% 80% of the people who were there were probably locals who just came, had like a pass, and they come in and go swimming and go to the pool and eat at the restaurants and stuff.
2: Okay, well, that's kind of cool. Was it pretty reasonable to get that pass? Uh, well, a day pass, obviously.
1: Is the day pass, got, yeah, versus, we just did a uh, day pass, and it was it was pretty cheap. I mean, you know, it was definitely like not like a Disneyland or whatever. It was more like, uh, I don't know, like going to... I don't know, somewhere cheaper than Disneyland. <laughs> Fiesta Village. There you go. It's like okay. going to Fiesta Village, except it's, you know, once you pay, everything is open. You don't have to, like, oh, okay. get individually tickets. Oh, you know, SeaWorld, but... then. How about that? There we go. Okay. Except except uh, you just go out into the ocean. You don't have animals there. That's about it. Oh, there's animals there if you're in the ocean. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> Maybe the octopus, though. They, well, I didn't have the octopus there. That was the only thing. It was... <laughs>
2: That would be kind of magic. freaky, you know, if you were swimming around. They had a big, giant, fake, <laughs> you know, octopus in the water. All right. Well, thank you for you know letting me go through that, and just because I hadn't really talked to you about that before, but that was super awesome. Really yeah. enjoyed it. Loved watching their interactions with each other, and it made me fall in love with
1: them that much more. Oh, you're back to talking about the reunion. I thought you were saying how much you loved watching Popeye and Olive Oil talk to each other, and I was like. Well, oh, I, I thought you didn't like it that much. <laughs> <laughs> well, I oh, haven't yeah. finished it yet, but you know I'll have to get back to that. But okay, but the
2: reunion though, yeah, tangent, yeah, for the reunion. So I appreciate yes. that.
0: Sha la la la.
1: Well, shall we do what we uh, came here to do and talk about this episode? Yes, sir. Please give us a rundown. What happened? So this episode, um, let's see, we start out the episode and. Uh, Jennifer is excited because her old childhood friend is coming back to town. He's uh, his name is Scott, and I, he moved away for something, but he's coming back into town to do a college interview. Which I'm assuming he's interviewing at the same college that Alex was at. Oh, I don't yeah. know if they specified they he did. Alex talked to him at one point about like dropping his name, but they never said it was his same college. So, but I guess that's what we're assuming, right?
2: Yeah, now. they're we're led to believe that. I I felt like so.
1: Yeah. So Jennifer's all excited. Now, he's 17, and Jennifer is 11. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they were like childhood friends. They played baseball or football or whatever. She said that in the morning, they were the first two kids in the neighborhood out playing sports, and then they were always the last two kids to come in, and they played every sport you can imagine. And she was so excited for him to come back, and she even pulled out all her sports equipment to have you know stuff ready so he could choose what game to play. And I recognized all of the sports equipment and could identify all the sports. Oh, nice. Um, which is very good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Look at you, so, all sportsy now. I know. Although I do have some sports questions later on, which we'll get to. Okay. Um, so she's very excited for him to show up. And uh, meanwhile, while she's anticipating this, uh, everyone is running around uh, taking care of Elise. Who is upstairs? She's tired and she's eating a lot because she's pregnant. Right. Uh, and we never see her the entire episode.
2: We don't even hear her voice.
1: No, we hear a dinner, like a bell ring and pounding on the walls, and that's it. Which I think, you know, if we did the timing and stuff right, she'd given birth to the twins yeah, in this real is life. Probably right. This is after, you know, maternity leave mm-hmm. type of thing. Uh, I think so. So. Uh, Which is crazy. I think this is the first episode that we've had in the whole series where one of the main five Keatons is not in it at all. Yeah, I think you're right. I believe so. Um, Unless I'm forgetting one, but I don't think so. I think this is it. Mm -hmm. So anyway, uh, there's a kind of a running gag throughout the whole episode of everyone bringing her more and more food because she's so hungry and that's all she can do is eat. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) And sleep. And sleep, yes. Eat and sleep. So Scott uh, shows up, and he's much older than he was when he left, obviously. He's 17 now, and I think they said it was, like, five years before. So she would have been, like, five, and he would have been 12, and this is when they were playing together. So, you know, I mean, I guess neighborhood kids. It seems like a big age gap. Like, I can't imagine my 12-year-old Audrey playing with a 5-year-old on a regular basis. Like, you know, I'm sure she'd be friendly with them, but. Sure you know, there's a big that's a big gap. Especially at that age, you know,
2: when you're five, six, you know, a twelve year old doesn't want to play with you. You're not fun. Right.
1: yeah, like baseball, you're gonna play the five year old, you'd knock the kid over, you know. Exactly. Whatever. But that's that's the setup. And so he now he comes back, he's all grown up. They had talked about how he was, you know, nerdy and had braces and big ears and whatever. And now he comes back and he's like a handsome teenager. And Jennifer just sees his, you know, her childhood friend coming back and is excited, and he's like, "Yeah, let's do that. Let's play a, a game." I think he picked up the soccer ball, and then Mallory comes in, and he's immediately drawn to Mallory, who is, you know, his age, mm-hmm. and uh, from that point on, he just doesn't even realize Jennifer exists anymore. He's obsessed with Mallory, right? And Jennifer is heartbroken. In fact, he, she says, well, let's just go, like, let's go and reminisce about old times. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you go ahead and get started without me. <laughs> uh, and he goes off with, with Mallory. So uh, this goes on. Jennifer's very upset, very jealous about the whole thing. Um, there's, she winds up, She even though he's really barely paying attention to her, he invites, or she invites him to go to a baseball game with the Mariners and the Indians, I believe. Yes. I think I got those right. And uh, she buys the ticket. She calls up and asks if they have two tickets available. And then she's like, Oh, you have 35,000 tickets available (laughs) still? Well, I only need two. (laughs) (laughs) So so she gets the tickets. She's all ready. She's getting ready to go out um, to the game with him. And then she tells Alex, like, oh, can you call me when Scott gets here? Alex says, sure. And then Alex is distracted. And then Mallory comes down. I think Alex has to go bring food to Elise, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And Mallory comes in when Scott shows up. And they wind up. Going out to dinner together, and Jennifer comes out to find out that her date to the baseball game is left to go out to dinner with her big sister. Womp Devastating. Yeah. So she has a heart to heart talk with Alex, who gives her, as always, dubious advice. <laughs> and she winds up uh, dressing up like in a fancy dress and goes down to the restaurant and like crashes their date. And, um, in the way that uh, our kids would describe it is it was a very cringy scene. Oh, Um, it was bad. Super awkward where she's, like, imposing herself between them and she's tripping over the high heels she's wearing and making, like, weird advances on him, who's very, like, way too old for her, obviously. Yeah. And then winds up, like, tripping and spilling all of her stuff all over the ground and then storms out asking the waiter to get her her bike. (laughs) (laughs) She valley biked it. (laughs) yes so eventually uh she goes home uh her dad is there and they have heart to heart steven tells her all about you know how people change as they grow older and blah 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 and eventually mallory comes home and they make up and everything is okay now meanwhile throughout the whole thing alex and steven have been assembling a crib there's a whole subplot where they're trying to get this crib you know, picked out for the baby. They fig- figure out which one they're going to get. They get it there, and they open up the blueprints, which are definitely blueprints and not like instructions for a crib. Right. They have no idea how to assemble it, and they totally botch it. They realize they have, like, 12 extra pieces at the end, including, like, one bolt that they use without a nut somehow. <laughs> and uh, the final shot of the seat of the episode, Mallory and uh, Jennifer have made up, and they're talking about what it'll be like to have a baby. And they gently set a baby doll into the crib. Like pretending they're giving it to a baby. And the whole crib falls apart. <laughs> Just And Alex says, good job, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. It was awesome. Yeah, it was a really good one. Very funny. Except for the cringy scene. Yes, I mean, I don't. I enjoyed it, but at the same time, you're like, oh, so you have to like cringe humor to get that kind of stuff.
2: Yeah, well, I just was like, man, they are really, like, they super over-sexualized an
1: 11-year-old. That's true. That part, that was very awkward. Um, I feel like they could have made it a little closer in age to make it not quite as creepy. Yeah. Uh, you know, because you it's one thing a to... A lot have- of the Mallory plot, then. Yeah, it's true. But, you know, I mean, because it's it's a legitimate thing for a young woman to be, you know, learning about how relationships work and stuff like that. But it was definitely hard to watch it from that perspective, you know. Yeah. Um, it was weird. And, I, I mean, to their credit, he did not, like, reciprocate anything no. of that nature. So it wasn't, it didn't go in that direction. Uh, but it was still hard to watch. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Well, and I feel like, you know, it wasn't appropriate, but at the same time, like, it, it, she's doing what she can, and she saw that, obviously, it works for Mallory, so she's going to try the same thing to try right. to get her friend back, so.
1: But she just wants to play baseball. Yeah. She doesn't really care.
2: No. But, <sighs> oh, it was a fun episode. It was uh, it was nice to actually see some of the other characters, you know, the Mallory and the, and Jennifer, get more opportunity to really have a lot more in this episode. They've been super alex
1: centric lately well because elise wasn't in it i mean it gave more room to the other main characters too you know yeah they had one less main character to have to feature so
2: although you yeah. you can really feel that she wasn't in the episode you I mean, definitely can she's missed yeah for sure i mean there were some um, some fun gags and stuff that you know happened because of it and
1: Right, but she's she brings a lot to the family. It's definitely not like, oh, Lisa's gone, who cares. Yeah. Uh, but you know, no I mean, no they got to obviously do what they got to do right. <laughs> given the situation. And it was funny. I mean, I I liked that they weren't they didn't take it too seriously. Like it's obvious, oh, she's upstairs cuz she has having a baby in real life. They they know they're not fooling anyone, but right. it made it more fun that they could just play with it, you know. Mhm. Mm-hmm. When Alex is
2: making the Pasta Alex and she'd already had a yes. keeping plate. and <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> She wants more. I love the, the whole Pasta Alex Alex. The, I think they said Alex like 30 times in that scene. <laughs> yes. She likes the Pasta Alex, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> that was a funny scene. <laughs> also, when Alex is making that, I feel like he was rolling around in the pasta sauce. Like He had sauce on top of his head, all over every part of his clothing. Yeah. He's doing something wrong there. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Maybe he's boiling it hard, and you don't have to boil it that hard.
1: Yeah. It's popping everywhere. I make a good homemade sauce, and I've never once gotten it on top of my head before.
2: Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. You don't just put it on top of your head just to show everybody that you've worked hard on it? (laughs) No. (laughs) That's not your M.O., huh?
1: No, that's not typically oh. it no. Oh, okay. Well, I guess to each their own. Yeah, I guess <laughs> I guess so. I just I just make good food. I don't have to prove it by putting it all over me. <laughs> right.
0: Sha la la
1: So there was one other weird food thing in this episode too. What do you remember the pizza that Jennifer wanted to order at the pizza place? No. She she asked if they wanted to order pizza with bologna. Oh, I did? Uh, Yes. (laughs) Oh, so gross. And at first I thought she was like saying it wrong, like bolognese or something like that. But she said it several times, Mm -hmm. pizza with bologna. Um, Which I don't know if that's a thing anyone has ever actually ordered before, but that's disgusting. Oh, it's an Ohio delight. I mean, maybe it is. It could be a regional thing. (laughs) Or an 80s thing, I guess. Yeah. But... Oof. oh gosh that does not well i'm not a big bologna fan in the first place so no t- although it's weird because uh, when i was a kid i remember definitely liking bologna okay but i i don't care for it now i also like vienna sausages when i was a kid oh yeah and that's definitely not a thing i would do now no well so do you eat like the deviled ham stuff now no, I, I'm not, like, spam, any of that kind of, anything, any meat in a jar or a can, I'm hesitant about, you know. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, no, I'm out on that stuff. That's not for me, and definitely not on a pizza. So I
2: just looked up bologna on pizza, and there's actually restaurants that have it. Really? Yeah, so weird. Ugh. And then there's places actually, you know,
1: in bologna. But no, that, she was saying pizza with bologna. Yeah. Distinctly, that's gross.
0: Sha-la-la-la.
1: There's a funny uh IMDb, you know, on their website, their description of this episode. So, I want to read you just real quick. It'll be a little bit of a recap of the episode as well, but it's pretty funny. Okay, it says Jennifer is delighted at the return of Scotty, a neighborhood boy and her garden ball sports friend from a few <laughs> years ago, who has meanwhile turned into a handsome 17 year old, according to Mallory. Grown into his ears, but unfortunately, Scotty now seems irresistibly drawn to the dumb sister his own age. This leaves Scotty's true friend, Jen, practically ignored and literally forgotten. But she won't take Alex's word for that just being cruel nature, so she intrudes on the couple's restaurant date. Meanwhile, Elise is eating like a bear, and Dad is determined to pick and put together a crib, although the blueprints daunt even Alex. (laughs) That's an
2: awesome... We
1: call that recap summary, Summary, uh, what, yes, su- synopsis. Yeah, Ooh, synopsis. I like that one. That's a good word. That's yeah. a good word. That's an awesome synopsis. I mean, they did it, they got it in there, but yeah. also there's some fun, yeah, fun on her stuff restaurant around. date. Yeah,
2: <laughs> he likes the dumb sister. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, they say it, they tell it like it is, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're not wrong, but no,
1: wow, that's awesome. So we did have some guest stars in this episode. Ooh, nice. And we have some very interesting stuff to discuss on this. I'm excited for this one here. Was there more than just Scott? There is. Uh, Well, anyway, I'll I'll get to it. I'm going to start with Scott, because that's the most obvious one. Scott was played by Matthew Barry. Um, He is only... I mean, he's done a few movies. I think he had something like 20, 30 credits, but mostly as like little bit parts. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times it's even uncredited or just like side characters or whatever. He was in such stuff as Rush Hour and Rush Hour 2, Con Air, Devil in a Blue Dress, Crimson Tide, Ed Wood, and Decent Proposal. But all of them are like cop in car, market clerk, that kind of thing. But his big thing he does now is he's a casting director and works in casting. Oh. So that's kind of interesting. That is interesting. But he, this is his only episode that he did of uh, Family Ties. So um, we will not see this rivalry carry on any further. Um, we bid him adieu. Some, yes, too bad. Uh, the next one, a uh, minor character, but the waiter in the restaurant. Oh, okay. Uh, who had a couple lines. He got some credits. Uh, he was played by Richard Moroff. Um, he only had nine acting credits. Things like Night Court, Mama's Family, and uh, stuff like that. Little et- extras, you know, little bits here and there. Was Mama's family the one with Nell Carter and Joey Lawrence? I f- or is that the one with Vicky so? Lawrence? Vicky, uh, Vicki Lawrence was just Mama, wasn't it? Or was that Mama's family? I don't know. Hmm. I know which one you're saying, but I can't remember which is which. Yeah, I don't remember Mama's family. Mama. She was Mama. Vicky, the Vicky Lawrence one. She, her character was definitely a Mama. Mama's Family
2: is a Vicki Lawrence show.
1: That's Vicki Lawrence. Okay. So what's the one with Joey Lawrence? Give Me a Break. Ah, yep, yep, okay. Wow. A tough thing with all those sitcoms back then is that they all have sort of interchangeable names. Yes. To me, like, I don't know. I can't remember which one is which. Unless it's Different Strokes or Family Ties, you know.
2: (laughs) Oh, I used to love Give Me a Break. I had a signed um, cast photo and I had about I don't know six or seven of the signatures from that show, really. And I don't know how I got it because I never went to see the show. So huh. somebody gave it to me, I guess. I don't know. I don't know where it is anymore. Probably in a box in the garage. Probably. I'm yeah. sure it's around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. So then we had two other um, other guest stars on here. Two that- more. Yeah, two more. This is where this gets interesting. This is what I was referring to. There's two different uh, characters named Todd and Ted that are uncredited appearances. So I was trying to picture, like, who could it be? There were people in the restaurant, right, they went to. Yeah. But who would Todd and Ted have been? I mean, nobody had names in it, right? No. I think that people, like, submitted... I think these guys, like, spammed it. I don't think these people were really in the episode. Really? This is my theory. Because. So, both of them, Todd and Ted, are the characters. Todd played by Ford Austin, supposedly. And Ted played by Mark Wasserman. Okay? They were both only in this episode. It says they're uncredited as Todd and Ted. Which, again, I don't. There's nobody that had those names. Mm Mm-mm. But then I look at all the other stuff that they've done and back supposedly like all the way through the 80s, there's all these bit parts where they're uncredited in all these different episodes. So, for instance, both of them supposedly were in the same episode of the A-Team where they played a homeless kid. One of them was homeless kid number one. The other was homeless kid number two. And then they were both in like the same episode episode. Of, um, what's another one? Magnum P.I. They were both in a Magnum P.I. All the way through. And then, when you get to the modern times, all of their credits are all YouTube and, like, indie films and things like that. So, they've created an an entire, like. Like uh, a fake history. Yeah, fake history. That's the word I'm looking for. I think so. I don't think they're, and I think they just, you know, submitted the stuff to IMDb. (laughs) and it didn't you know it slipped past whatever vetting they do and so they have all this stuff on there that i don't think is real that's so crazy right it's got to be cuz there I, there's not two characters todd and ted that i could point out in that episode no there's a couple families you know but and i don't think these guys uh, looking at them i don't think they're old enough to have played those characters you know any characters in that episode because they're now, you know, they're pretty young now. So, yeah. I think it's fake. They've spoofed IMDB. I could be wrong. And Ford Austin and uh, Mark Wasserman, if you're out there and I'm wrong, let me know. But I think it's fake. Mark Wasserman actually sounds like a name I've heard before. They both have done, like, like, for instance, again, I don't know. But even in current times, Ford Austin supposedly was in an episode of the Goldbergs. Again, uncredited, though. So, I don't know. I don't know if these guys are real or not. Or if they're just putting that stuff in there. Because then, aside from all these things that they're uncredited, everything else is YouTube stuff or whatever. Mm -hmm. I think it's fake. Interesting. Yeah. Well, when I look
2: up uh, Mark Wasserman, there's an attorney, real estate, an obituary, and uh, Mark Wasserman, Baltimore. Mm, so i don't geez. know if he's related to charlie baltimore from um the long kiss Goodnight" or what but
1: <laughs> i don't know interesting wow you know, good on you, them you know if they if they uh played they the system there. yeah well, and i don't i mean it just i if i wasn't paying attention to these so closely i never would have noticed it so yeah. it totally works i mean who noticed who looks and points out an uncredited appearance in an old tv show but yeah it's I, just too convenient interesting
2: yeah, and the only scene would have been at the restaurant
1: yeah but they would have had to be kids and i don't remember two kids there no no jennifer was the youngest i would think by far yeah and why would they have called them todd and ted too again it just seems too convenient
2: yeah i mean those are I 80s names but still yep hmm. i think they made it up yep i'm gonna go with you i think you're right we're on to you guys. <laughs> You're the Columbo of Family Ties now.
1: That's right. I, I don't know like what the outcome is. I don't think it's a crime, but you know, we caught him still. Oh yeah, <laughs> Todd him. and Ted. Let's hopefully uh, see more Todd and Ted later. It could be. I mean, and maybe, maybe Todd and Ted are like a you know. Like Bill and Ted. Maybe they're just like a oh. alter ego and there are these characters that go invade old shows. You know? Who knows?
2: They go back in their time machine just to get into old shows. Yeah. <laughs> they're like standing in the back and they're all, oh. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Oh, um, I'm going to watch it again just so I can uh, try to freeze frame it on them. <laughs> Find them in the background. <laughs> yes. We're totally here in the restaurant, dudes. <laughs> That'd be so awesome if we found
1: that. <laughs> that would be amazing. That's then, that's some deep stuff. I can't wait till they go on Robocop. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're dead, dude.
1: Sha la la la. So, there were several sports references throughout this episode. Y- yeah. The Indians and the Seattle Mariners. Those are baseball teams, I know that much. Yes. But where are the Indians from? Cleveland. Oh, so that is in Ohio. Yeah. I was thinking they were from another state because I thought I was like, why is it two teams from different states that were um that would be playing, playing at together. their stadium? No, they're definitely the Cleveland
2: Indians, which would be okay. their home team, and okay. then the Mariners, which um the Mariners have are the only team in baseball I think to never have won a World Series. Really? Yeah. And I think the stat goes a little deeper to where they've never made it to the World Series, let alone won it. Um, I could be wrong on that part. But, yeah, they're the only franchise that's never won a World Series. They're a terrible team. In recent years, they've had a couple of seasons where they've made playoffs. But uh, those are few and far between for them. So
1: So when they do win, that'll be like a major thing. Oh, yeah, it'll be a big deal. That's when you know, like, the end of the world is really coming,
2: right? Well, you know, Seattle <laughs> has a, a sordid history with sports. You know, the Supersonics. I, I don't. Uh, the Seattle, which, which became, uh, they moved to New Orleans and became the Pelicans. That's the basketball team. I don't huh. think they ever won as the Supersonics. Wow! But then you know, obviously, uh, the Seahawks is the football team there in Seattle, and that's actually my team. You say the word obviously as if that's something I would know. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> I just want to
1: you know clarify there.
2: Yeah, well, until recent history, you know, the football franchise has never had any success. They went to the Super Bowl in 05 and then lost, and then uh, here in recent years they've had a little more success in uh, by going to the playoffs multiple times. They won a Super Bowl, almost won another one, but um, I kind of blacked out on that one, so I don't remember why they didn't win.
1: I do probably because they named their team after an osprey, but then for some reason call it a seahawk, which is not the name of the actual bird. So don't come down on me now. (laughs) I'm just saying maybe they uh, got disqualified for you know a misnomer.
2: Do you know how hard it is to say osprey when you've had a few too many beers in the stands? (laughs) You're like you know
1: seahawk is easier. Yeah, It's
2: it's that bird that goes out in the ocean.
1: Oh, yeah, but see, maybe they'd be a little smarter if they had, like, you know, more scientifically accurate naming, that's all.
2: Yeah, I bet they would just be sad because it still rains a lot.
1: <laughs> that's true, yeah. That's why Nirvana did well there, but not sports. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Yikes. So, but then my question about sports here is this. The... Um, Jennifer invites Mallory at the end to go to a baseball game, mm-hmm. and she said, that's great. What time's kickoff? And then the crowd laughs, and I, I just want to know, what's the joke, you know? So in baseball, there's no kickoff. That's a football reference. Oh, they tee off. N- no, golf. Well, that's tee ball I've heard this before. Uh, tee ball maybe, but yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> they don't put the ball on the little the little stand before they start.
2: Uh maybe for the Cleveland Indians and the Seattle Mariners, <laughs> yes.
1: Would you watch baseball if it was major league T-ball?
2: I don't think I would. It it well, it depends. I mean, is it still going to be too many innings?
1: I think okay, they could cut it down a couple innings. Right. But there's no pitcher. They just the pitcher's only job is to run over and put the ball on the little stand. <laughs> <laughs> no. The, I think that I think that might get job. more people interested. Well, he catches it if it falls off. That's true too. <laughs> oh, T-ball. I think that I think that would get more people interested in the sport. I think they should think about it. Have like two, you know, a second season like the off-season they do major league T-ball. Okay. All right. I
2: think we need to come up with a few more rules and then try to pitch it.
1: Okay. Uh no, see that's the thing. You don't pitch it. You just said it. You just said it on the end of the stick thing. That's rule number one of Major League T-ball. Speaking of a tee-off,
2: ho <laughs> Oh goodness sakes!
1: Um, yes,
2: yes. Um, no, I let's try it. Actually, that it can't be any worse than what it already is.
1: <laughs> well, call up your baseball people and when uh, we'll chat. Okay,
2: I'll definitely get in touch with them.
1: Yeah, I mean, as a sports fan, I assume you have them.
2: So. Oh, yeah. They're always in yeah. my back pocket, ready to yeah, go, yeah. waiting for my call.
1: All right. Well, let, let them know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sha-la-la-la!
1: Well, speaking of jokes... Yes. Any favorite jokes or uh, anything from this episode? So,
2: one of my all-time favorites was when they pulled out Alex's um, mobile when, from when he was a baby. And it <laughs> yes. was the dollar signs.
1: Yes. And uh, it, instead of music, it played, like... Stocks, like, yeah. radio. <laughs> yeah.
2: Which, there's no way two hippies would have ever bought a dollar sign mobile.
1: <laughs> no. But he said that was the only thing that, like, calmed him down to go to sleep. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, I love that. That was, yeah. to me, the funniest thing in that whole that episode. Great.
1: When he cuddled up on his lap. <laughs> yes. It still works. <laughs> um,
2: Oh, gosh, I can't remember who. Oh, I think it was Alex when he said, you know, women are always the happiest when they're barefoot and pregnant
1: yeah yes <laughs> he's really even, keeping it bumping even 1984 audience was like Ooh. Ooh, yep." <laughs> you can hear in the crowd so
2: yeah <laughs> uh and then alex when he was talking to jennifer he's like you know just be enjoy being a child as long as you can it was the best two weeks of my life <laughs> <laughs> yes
1: that was fantastic
2: Oh, boy. There was quite a few laughs in this episode. I wrote down just a a few different things. Um, When Jennifer was talking and he has Mormons coursing through his veins. He has (laughs) Mormons. That's one I wrote down, too. He has
1: Mormons coursing (laughs) through his veins.
2: Oh. What about you?
1: Uh, Well, I wrote down several ones you said and some things I mentioned earlier, but other ones that we haven't hit yet. Uh, When Scott shows up, Mallory's like, how'd the interview go? And he's like, I think it went well. I tried to mention Alex's name a couple of times, and then Mallory's like, I hope they don't hold that against you. <laughs> yep, <laughs> just a good Malloryism. And then the last one at the end, uh, when Mall or when Jennifer wants to, you know, have a heart to heart, she's like, uh, you know, I need to talk with someone. And Alex is like, I'll take this one, Dad. If you'll excuse me, I think she needs me right now. And then Jennifer's like, I'll take Dad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, just some good Alex digs in there, I would say, in this episode. Well, because she wanted Elise in that scene, right? And then they're like, oh, no, she's asleep. Right. Oh, you can't hour. talk to her. Oh, she's asleep. She's yeah. busy. <laughs> yep. Because she would probably be the one to have the heart to heart with her normally. Right. But Dad had to step in, and he yeah. did it. And he did a great job. Sha la la la. So, what's the moral of this episode? So
2: I put that even as people get older and the interests change, family will always be friends. Because the relationship oh. between Mallory and Jennifer is, its you know, family. You can't uh, break that.
1: Yeah. Dang, that's good. That's really good. You should write. Th- that could be like a a Hallmark card or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to write one Hallmark card And see how much
2: money I can make off of it Yeah can you just pitch that to Hallmark You know <laughs> for, yeah, I'll, I'll, Right after I finish with my baseball people I'll go ahead and call up Hallmark get, Yeah get on that that'll be good
1: <laughs> You know I mean that could be like the, the break your career in your career That you've been looking for you know Yeah uh, I
2: mean people buy greeting cards And stuff like so much nowadays too So Right it's huge I mean Everyone. I, I could be a dollar heir before I know it <laughs>
1: I'm sure at least a couple people would buy that. So Well, I hope so. You know, it's, that would be fantastic. Well, <laughs> but also, Alex has a great point, although it's all mixed in with a lot of, of course, misogynist things, but he has this whole thing about how, you know, teenage boys have these, you know, hormones raging through their veins and that they're completely controlled by that, and, you know, it's such a shame, you know, that that's how they are, but it's kind of true. Like, once Scott shows up everything he can think about is just Mallory he doesn't realize what he's doing right. and it's really not that far off from reality you know that's that's how no. teenagers are <laughs> yes
2: it it gets bad
1: yeah this whatever is the immediate desire and want that you have that's what they're thinking about you know oh yeah it definitely so. becomes
2: all consuming for them for many many years yes
1: egocentric i believe is the uh, correct term yeah
2: <laughs> well the good news is it's coupled with uh the fact that they know everything and so if you ever have any questions, just find a teenager.
1: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> if you can get them to talk to you. Right.
2: I have a couple of them, so if I'm going to them for advice, they'll always talk to me.
1: <laughs> Dad, you're so dumb.
2: Oh. <laughs> yeah. Good times.
0: Sha-la-la-la.
1: Well, I think that that is going to do it for this episode. It's been a great return. Yes. That was a lot of fun. That was a good episode. It was. I can't wait to see how much longer before Elise has the baby. It's it's coming soon. It's got to be. I don't know. I I'm trying not to look ahead. I've watched these all before, but you know, I like yeah. to be as fresh as I can. So, I'm, I'm trying to, to do that. But um we are going to have to wait a little while to find out because I think Uh, You'll agree with me. I think this is going to be our last episode. We're going to take a few weeks break for Christmas. Yes. Yeah. Um, We're we're coming up on Christmas fast. Yes. And we've got a lot of stuff going on as everybody out there does. And so um, we'll be posting this and then we'll be back again in January picking it up. So nice. um, Yeah. So to all of
2: our listeners, you're saying happy or Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays.
1: Exactly. Happy New Year. Philadelphia's in there because we'll be talking to you after that. Um, But uh, I will have my email on all the way through the break. So if you guys would like to write us at alexbkeatonismyfriend at gmail.com, especially if you're from South Africa. Yes. Maybe we would have to do a special episode if somebody from South Africa writes in. Oh, I I will tell you this. If we get an email from South Africa, I will record at some point during the break just so that we can talk about that because that would be the most exciting thing. So if you're out there, all of our South Africa listeners, please let us know. I'm very excited about that. I'm super pumped. I hope that happens. Yes, I hope it happens, too. Um, And I hope you guys all have a Merry Christmas. Keith, I hope you have a Merry Christmas. Same to you. Thank you very much. And uh, we'll be back again, like I said, in January. So, Thank you so much for recording with me, as always. My pleasure. And we'll see you back in the new year for another very special episode of Alex B. Keaton is my friend.
0: Uh, what would we do, baby, without us? What would we do, baby, without us? And there ain't no nothing we can love each other through. What would we do, baby Without